This episode of the Disc Golf Podcast is brought to you by otbdiscs.com. Only the best discs has a huge selection with high-quality pictures of each disc, actual disc weights, flatness, and stiffness listed. Did I mention fast shipping? Get it free on your next order at otbdiscs.com using promo code DGPODCAST. What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 174 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin. Alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe. Hey, everybody. We also have, joining us once again on this episode, Ian Anderson of Central Coast Disc Golf. Say hello. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. No problem, dude. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always fun for me, too. So this will be a little bit more of a freeform episode. Joe and I did not have time to do field work this week, so we don't have a deer review. But uh, we are going to get Ian to do his in the bag. So That's true. It was really windy. It was really it was windy. It was really windy here. Definitely wasn't laziness, just because it was too windy to actually test a disc and give you guys an honest review. Eh, it wasn't that lazy. I mean, we had a disc ready to go. It just, you know, maybe you should throw the disc that we're going <laughs> to review. Whoa! I guess that would make sense. No, I'm not. It's not a fault. I just definitely threw the disc I mean, a whole bunch. Definitely sounds like you're blaming it on me. Like I didn't prepare for this episode. Oh, not at all. Not at all. I feel like you seeing me throw the disc that will be reviewed later, like uh-huh. is totally enough to review the disc. Yeah, cool. Thanks, dude. Hey, Ian, what's up? Hey, <laughs> are you guys gonna do that disc next week? Then we are. Yeah. yeah Can yeah. you spoiler squad us and tell us what it is? Uh, probably. I will give. I'll give uh, foreshadowing. Supposedly, uh-huh. uh, it was made with the 2016 Sexton Firebird mold. That's a which would that's a good tease, man. A, yeah, that's a, which would limit it to several companies, of course. It would because that would mean that it's a uh, Innova molded. Yeah, so this could be uh, so. cool. Wow. So yes, so that's the that's the rub right there. So we'll get into it next. All week. right. I'm gonna have to listen. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and and we spoke. Uh, we ran into on the course uh, on Saturday uh, into James Proctor and asked him about it. And he also enjoyed the disc and oh. said he's planning to probably bag it as well. Really nice, man. Dude, Proctor's just the best, dude, man. Oh, he's, he's awesome. Rad. I love that guy, man. He uh, so Proctor, our the last hole on our home course at Taylor Mountain oh, is is a blind, uh, like uh, three hundred and ninety feet thereabouts, but it plays about like four fifty or so okay. because yeah, you have to throw over a, over hill, yeah. a hill. Oh, I, I know this. Um, I know this hole actually. It. Okay, hundred percent blind. But uh, he was playing behind us with a couple of guys, and we finished out, and we're on hole eighteen, and it's kind of like it's the exit is really close to it, and. 99% of the players on the course cannot reach that hole at all. So you're pretty much like safe. Most people are, you know, coming up a hundred feet short uh-huh. and whatnot. And, uh, I'm, I'm like walking out or walking like to my live. Oh no, yeah. We were putting out. We weren't yeah. done with the hole yet. And this disc comes like flying over me and skips hits the back of the basket and flares out and gives him like a 45 foot, you know, putt away. But like he hit the, got the basket. skip. Hit the cage, yep, hit and the cage flared out behind, skip. and it was just like, 
Where did that come from? <laughs> but we knew he was behind us, so we were like, ah, fucking Proctor. And like, did somebody just throw a disc at me from the parking lot? Was, and then we're like, oh, Proctor. wait, Proctor's behind yep. us. Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, I'm having flashbacks of last week at Morley, man. I'm on, I was on hole two, and somebody threw on a hole 11. The di- I didn't see it coming at all. It skipped off my shoulder. Oh, gosh. And like, it, the best part is it hit my backpack strap, so like, didn't hurt at all. It like, nearly lifted my face. And, and... And then what you guys don't know is Ian has a huge uh, angry streak, and he then went, picked up the disc, and threw it in the opposite direction as far as he could. It was a really hot girl who threw it, too, actually. It's kind of funny. Okay. (laughs) Super random. Yeah. Probably named Robin. Probably. 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 She was like, oh, sorry. I was like, "Ah, that's fine. You didn't kill me. But yeah. I haven't played this week at all yet. It's been raining raining in San Diego, man. Like, ugh. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. The weather's not supposed to change. In I know. I know. This is why I pay this. It's time to move. It's time to move. Yeah. So hopefully. we'd we'd say move up here, but like wildfires. Oh. And so. the power they've cut our power off, or Robins, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. A whole bunch of times in the last few weeks. No kidding. We were safe this last week. Yeah. So wow. Yeah, we complain about it every week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we actually there was a chance that. Uh, there was going to be no power yesterday and today, but they last minute. Uh, let us keep power. I mean, power's important. So you can fun. complain about it. I'd be pretty annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I had, uh, and of course, we've complained about this a shit ton because we canceled episodes and stuff like that. And we're going in between because I had no power at my house. And, uh, but yeah, I had at one point was out for six days straight. Dang. Yeah. Wow. It was brutal. So. Like a jerk, I had power the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, legitimately, like a block from my house, there was power. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's super annoying. I you know. get like a really long extension cable <laughs> and, like, hey, bro, you mind if I. Uh... I generators. Uh, you know? Oh, do you? Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That like he the... bought after the first time <laughs> the power got shut off. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like you planned ahead. We can't give you credit for that. <laughs> no. 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 No, it was reactionary. Oh, 100%. But it ended up working. Half the time people do that, and then the power never goes out again. Like, damn it, I just spent, you know, a thousand bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Our weekly segment on uh, Power Talk. (laughs) Yeah. Our weekly segment on Northern California fire prevention. Power Watch. Slash wildfires. Love it. Good times. Good times. With all that said, we would love to have the rain that you're getting right now. We're going to get rain next week. Huh. Yeah, I heard. It's supposed to start raining on Tuesday. So, huh. Also, Perfect. right after the Power Watch segment, we go right into weather. Yep, and, and then to fantasy football. No, we're not going <laughs> to. We did the fantasy football on the, on the pre-show. The pre-show, yeah. <laughs> well, Ian, uh, I want to start off just by asking you, you uh, decided to do FPO2 next year, right, for the national tour events? FPO1. FPO1. FPO1, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. And... Uh, I wanted you to explain a little bit about that process, how it goes down. One, because I don't think a lot of people realize how this gets selected to begin with. Yeah. Um, and then your thought process into choosing that and 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 whatnot over, I believe you, your other choice was what, MPO2, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, PDGA this year just decided who got what. It wasn't really, you know. Anything. So they basically just are like, Here's what you can choose from, mm-hmm. and and choose it. Yeah, and I, they gave so, us the option of FPO one or MPO two, 
and I don't know, I just FPO just feels like more meaningful. And I like to give them like a good, a good, like the second biggest channel. So I might as well, you know, give them a good audience, help maybe grow that a little bit. And dude, like that's awesome. Sunday chase cards, man, when nobody's playing well, is just like the worst. <laughs> it yeah, I can see that. It just doesn't. It's not exciting. It doesn't feel. I don't know. It doesn't feel fulfilling. It's not meaningful. Um, as as yeah, much as a lead card, so. And it's way more common, I'd I'd say, to have a runaway on on the MPO lead card than it is for someone to come off the chase and and have have an amazing round or a win. Right, right. Yeah, I think it's happened like two so. or three times in the last like two or three years. So it's yeah, it's not a super common occurrence. Not something you can ba- yeah, that- bank on. Um, we were lucky to get one this year at Portland, so that was cool. Um, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, got it. I mean, I'm excited so, for so it though, the, man. I think it'll be it'll be fun. I'm excited to give yeah. a consistent voice. I'm, I'm kind of, I was thinking about putting out like an Instagram post about like commentary. I'm I'm kind of curious what people want. Like, do they want two female pros? Do they want me and a female pro? Do they want me and a male pro? Like, I'm, I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious. Do they want uh, the disc golf podcast? They want boys? you guys like, to do commentary. Do want, or just man? fire me. Like, I mean, <laughs> no, not fire you. Like, you'd have to be a part of that. <laughs> that would be pretty fun too. We'll to, maybe we'll do Master's Listen, Cup. We can't be trusted to, to follow a script. It would go. <laughs> oh, God. There, yeah. There's no script again. Robin, Ro- no, Robin probably will stay like clean, though. By script, he means just like going hole to hole talking about the shots. Uh-huh. Whereas I'll just probably just go on random tangents and need to get pulled back in. So, yeah. you know, good times. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, obvi- I mean, obviously, I'm bummed to lose out on MPO1 at some tournaments we had before, like, you know, yeah. Beaver State Fling, had it for the last couple of years. I mean, ever since anybody ever filmed it and then we lost out on music city open which we filmed the last two years and you know didn't exist before that so i don't know it, that, it does seem a little weird to just like across the board not spread it out yeah is that something you can speak to or is that just it was just a decision made just kind pretty, of what it is pretty high up in the pdga um i think after the world's video popped you know i think that was kind of what what tilted it possibly so Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's uh, Steve Hill's fault? <laughs> it is not Steve Hill's fault. <laughs> I think this one was actually above him. Interestingly enough, so yeah, Steve. Steve was very nice about it. Very gracious about it. We had a good talk. It was. Oh, I'm sure. It was. It, it was. It's. It was tough news to get, honestly. So, but it is what it is. No, I understand that. But I think uh, the choice you made makes a ton of sense, and I think that's good on you too to, to keep uh, helping grow that FPO side because. <clears throat> that we, that's what we're seeing too like just in the players mm-hmm. i think uh it had been page and cat forever and then page or cat you know depending on the year and it's really growing with chris and tatar and, and some other players yeah like, now's the time like that's a, a beautiful time to get in to like that that ground flourish even though it's been rolling for a minute yeah i really like where it's going right now like the, the the different courses people are putting together for him it makes a lot for a lot more exciting golf i don't know if you guys watched world's fpo but i thought they did such a great job out there um you yeah. know like every hole is or not every hole but there's a lot of holes that we there's a ton of scoring separation um which you don't see at every course when they're not designed for you know for for how far they throw right. so i thought that was really cool and something that i've also been thinking about with women's coverage is like you know the women's nts like, it gets more views than guys that are better than them at, at uh, smaller tournaments you know so it's oh, yeah. not there is more to it than just you know i want to watch the best golf you know like the, people are becoming invested in these ladies and, and want to you know see how they do and, and and also there's like the relatable part of it which applies for people that aren't page um but right yeah like the skill the yeah. skill level thing um right it, it would be nice to see course design uh you know it, 
alter a little bit for the MPO players just so First it would FPO, make it yeah. make it that much easier for us to showcase their skills mm-hmm. and then see what they can do. Like they did it at the SF Open uh, where they had different tees on, and they do it in a lot of other courses yeah. as well. But um, there's just some simple things you can do on a lot of these courses, especially these high-level ones that have multiple tee boxes and multiple pin positions to be able to kind of showcase what they can do. Yeah. And it's true, like uh, most of us out here as disc golfers, those FPO throws are way more relatable to what we can do. Yeah. Um, so I think people don't realize how much they can learn from watching that coverage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so I really hope that we see a lot more of those those courses designed for them this year and get some, some more excitement because there's nothing more boring than watching, you know, a drive, a 100-foot upshot, and tap in. Like, yep. that, that doesn't do it for me. So I'm re- I'm really happy the direction it's going. So I mean honestly, yeah. shout out to Nate Heinold this year for designing that great course. I know he, I know he gets a lot yeah. of flack for all his ledge touch shenanigans, but man, I got to give him some props for that one, dude. But, I I mean, hundred percent. We were like honestly terrified uh, going into the announcement that it was going to be there, and we're like, oh my god. But we didn't know anything about the Northwood Gold. Right. Oh yeah, Northwood's Gold at all. We just didn't know it existed and didn't know the plans for it. And then when it came through, like how well that course played to the to the uh, the competition and the scoring separation that happened and just the the complete dichotomy of the two courses you know just being complete opposites yeah was totally interesting as well but yeah I mean kudos to Nate for for pulling that off because we we thought that and also ton of people complain about that that ledgestone course yeah to begin mm-hmm. with so the fact that oh yeah they were able to win over the the pros as well well I think I feel like Paige came out two years ago uh very like upset with that course and not wanting to play it again but then it being worlds was forced to and i, I don't, think they didn't play lake eureka man did they i almost swear they did yeah the yeah. women i don't know no they oh i don't know no they i don't think they did. no they played no they played they played um god what's the other course across from there's because there's two courses at lake eureka yeah. and then and then there's northwood gold but yeah, I don't think they play. That's that's my fault for just spouting. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Sorry, I got to correct you. Of the uh, yeah, they played. Oh no, please do. Yeah. If you don't, someone will in Slack. <laughs> accurate, accurate. Uh, like as soon as we drop the pod, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, I'd rather be corrected live. Well, there you go. <laughs> if, if you want a very low-paying job as the producer of the Disc Golf Podcast, or you just like just chime in in our ear, just be like fact check uh, Joe mostly. <laughs> Tony Reale. You guys ever watch PTI when when, when he yeah. was on there yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day? Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The, one of the courses was actually on a golf course, and I I usually hate those, and yep. they did a great job with it, the, utilizing all the trees. It felt like a normal a normal disc golf course. Did you yeah. and Robin just become best friends? <laughs> this is a perfect segue to my next question, okay. which is, how do you feel about Worlds being at the Utah Open uh, in 2020? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta give credit to Jade and his crew. They they do a really good job running tournaments. I just watching Mulligans is is not my favorite thing. It's it's yeah. exciting with all the water and stuff, but it just looks very similar. It's very open. Um, you just see a lot of hyzers and stuff. Um, yeah. Did, did have you guys seen the other course? Because there's another course. No. There, so a guess similar to last year, that there is another course that's more wooded yeah. um, that they're going to utilize. But I, I don't know anything about it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, But they did list it on the program 
and I guess hopefully we'll get some sort of preview of it. Yeah, I guess for... it's, it's kind of like this year's Worlds where you have like a, a more open OB course and then mm-hmm. a, a wooded course. Really, it's a good test of a golfer. Yeah, so, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I know it could, I think you hear a lot of players wanting to play Worlds, you know, maybe five, six rounds at the same course so they can really master mm-hmm. it. But for us as a viewer, I, I, I don't. There's no way I can no. like keep interested watching a golf course with water and like the same 25 foot tall trees everywhere. Yeah, right. Um, I think it's just how they decide to split the days. Um, I don't know. Like just thinking about like Masters Cup, I still feel like it should end at at De La mm-hmm. and not on the golf course. Um. It's just more technical. I feel like those open courses just give so much to the big arm yeah. players, uh, not not the overall play. And, you know, the way the game's going, the big arm players are also the super technical, awesome players. But yeah. um, it'd be nice to, to have that separation at the end rather than uh, in the middle. So I yeah. kind of feel like golf course should maybe be the, the second to last round. Maybe not the final round, but who knows what they'll do. Yeah, I just wish it was all at Dela, honestly. But yep. I oh, 100%. Same. I can't blame him for doing it, but, man, it costs him so much money, man, too, to rent that that's, golf course. That's what you day. said last time. You blew oh, my mind. Oh, man. It's like, think of what you could put in the pro purse, man, <laughs> if you just take that money and throw it in there. And Dela is just so rad. Dela is the best. Like, I don't I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get that either. Plus, you know. Finish up on on top of the world, you know. Right. Have have that be the final shot. Yeah. There's there's a lot, you know. That's a stressful shot, mm-hmm. you know. Even even in those for those pros that can do it with the mid range, that's still you got OB right there, and yeah. and you can easily if you don't give it enough, you can fade out and put it in the road, and it's a uh, you know that's you, that's you say that like you've done that before. Yeah. Oh God, I'm I'm parking lot. <laughs> it's, uh, oh man. Uh, my favorite thing to do yeah. hey i've parked the practice basket <laughs> really that's great oh yeah that's far man yeah it was uh it was not cool what'd you throw <laughs> an fd oh wow i can see that working yeah <laughs> yeah just gliding for days how is that gonna just, how is that gonna work <laughs> i so i i meant to throw like a low laser beam with it uh, and just have it like hit the ground like 40 feet in front of the basket mm-hmm. and and either skip up or die and give me a putt uh-huh. and what i ended up doing was like kind of sawing it off uh-huh. and throwing like a, a a just like full power just kind of riding hyzer that just went over into the parking lot and then and then uh i think it hit something like hopefully not someone's car or a person wow but uh when i got down there and was looking around it was like six feet from the practice basket Wow. So, but I basically just like sawed it off and shot the gap between the trees uh, to the left of that. It was it was a terrible shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. It's terrible. <laughs> you probably save four though. You know. Yeah. yeah. Another time, I threw a shot that I thought uh, was in bounds by like an inch, but it turned out the people sitting underneath the tree had picked it up and put it. Uh, I'd put it at bounce. the edge of the road, <laughs> marked my lie for me uh, so that I, I would know where to throw from. Uh, and I was like, I like walked down there. I'm like, hey, guys, look, I stayed in bounds. And the people, someone on the side's like, nope, no, you didn't. Well, yeah, and everyone, <laughs> all of us better than we're like, there's no way. There's no way you stayed. No. <laughs> you got to put it, you, you put a mark their lie, just 
put it out of bounds still, you know, if it was out of bounds. <laughs> right, just yeah. like right where it went out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have I told you my top of the world crazy story? No. no. So where I hit somebody else's disc with my disc while they're both in the air. <laughs> what? Oh, you touched D's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, threw, I threw a terrible shot off top of the world. It went the other way, though. I threw a, this TI buzz. It was super flippy. It starts anning over one's fairway. I lose. That's my play. That's what I yeah. do. <laughs> I lose sight of it, and then it pops back up and flies like another 200 feet out into the sixes fairway, way out. There. I was like, how did that happen? And I get down there, and the guy's like, yeah, my disc was like 30 feet out of my hands, and your disc came along and skipped off the top of it <laughs> and flew another 200, another 200 feet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So you're Randy Johnson, and yeah. his disc was the seagull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've now seen discs and other discs twice. It happened to Morley, too, on, on 18 and 19 at Morley. With, with, wow. When I was playing around with Zach, I feel like that's got to be crazy and probable. Yeah, you might be the only person in the world that's had seen disc collide twice <laughs> on a golf course. Yeah, right. Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know we don't we don't really have too many crossing fairways in, no. in our courses. So it'd be you'd have to you'd have to fuck up pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like Taylor eleven eighteen, but both of you have to have huge arms heck for all i know my terrible shot off the top of the world could have knocked someone's practice putt out of the there air, you go and that's why it stayed <laughs> so <laughs> you would you would have heard about that <laughs> if you did that someone would hang out and be like yo dude what the fuck well you know yep. they could have had a nice jackal stamped fd so they i uh, probably I, just would have walked away i birdied top of the world one time that's all cool story joe yeah i know <laughs> Zach throws Those your my- Zach throws your disc golf podcast FD all the time. Hell yeah! He always throws it on Ace Run so you can rub it in Joe's face if he ever gets it. But oh, <laughs> I like it. He'll, he won't be the first one to <laughs> rub aces in my face, but I love that. That's why he does yeah. it. Actually, he's not the first one to do that. Uh, I've played. There's a guy in Atlanta who is awesome, Deets, and he's definitely let me know he does the exact same thing with a, a disc golf podcast FD. Oh man, he for sure does ace runs with it because he <laughs> wants to let me know that he got an ace with it oh man i played with him and he was like i'm gonna throw this right here and i'm gonna ace it in your like literally in your face that's how we, do, we, that's how you know we all love you, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah for those of you listening for the first time or uh you know perhaps new to the show uh joe is famously aceless no aces no aces still still to the same still? and i love it too because every time i play with somebody if it comes out, they're like, "Really? really? Yeah, because you you <laughs> throw like, far. It, it's it's improbable that you haven't. It. it really is. Yep, it uh, it sucks. <laughs> I, I broke my five year aceless streak uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, a month ago, something like that. Yeah, nice. Got my first PDGA tourney ace. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. What'd you throw? Th- and uh, how far? And- it was like a CE a CE T bird. Um, nice. Uh, like uphill, probably like like two sixty something like that on an Annie line. Got a little bit of lettuce and just smashed. It was awesome, man. It was so cool. Nice. There was another card like right behind us too, so there was like eight guys just going nuts. It was oh, it was so fun, man. Speaking of tournaments, uh, when are you and Corey gonna fight? <laughs> we got to throw because it down. Because you man. now have a higher uh, rating than he. I've has. been rated higher than him ever. Oh, the entire time. Ever, well, maybe not. Well, ever since I got a rating, like I had a rating and I stopped playing in, like 2012, and then I came back. And my first tournament, I shot like 1010 and 989, so or 965. So I was like 989 rated my first rating in six years, right? So <laughs> I, I, I had him beat since then. Um, yeah, I've been slowly going down. He's been slowly going up. 
So I still got him by 10 right now, I think. Yeah. It's the best. He's he's definitely better than me, but I, I, love, <laughs> I love a higher rating. I, 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 I played Golden Gate with him, and he, he, he took me to town. But I've also played more with you, and the same thing, you took me to yeah, town. So that's home score status. I, I just suck. So. Yeah. I, do be, I do beat him here and there, but I'd say most of the time he probably beats me. Yeah, we went. We, don't, we played Northwood Golds with him, and he beat everybody like five or six strokes. And he eagled eighteen, like thre- oh, wow. threw in from like two fifty with his justice. It was, it was solid. Damn, two fifty with a just. I don't think I could throw justice over two hundred. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Not at all. He's ripped aside. Like on a, like yeah, a fierce it was, like a, it, was, it was for sure a flex. Yep, <laughs> had to be a flex front hand, but uh, <laughs> front hand. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's 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 the term on the disc golf podcast. Uh, it's called the f- a front hand because you throw it while you're in, it's in front of you. Well, you have a backhand and you have a front hand. Back and forth for the no. Don't don't question. Yeah, it. don't worry it about sense. it. It's front hand. Yeah, you know what drives me crazy though is well, so there's forehand and sidearm. People say forearm throw. That one bugs the crap out of me because that's not a, that's oh, yeah, not a no, thing. That's no good. You, you can't say that. No. no. Yeah. No, no, I agree with front you. hand makes way more sense than than forearm. Forehand, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, for ew. yeah, yeah. I'll I'll pass on yeah. that one. <laughs> That's gross. So <laughs> feel shame if you use that All term. Right. So I think we have some some questions. If I can get into our, uh, so we reach out to our Slack group. Um, I just want to find a good one. Okay. I have one in the meantime. Oh, there you go. So, uh, the way last year started with all the the drama with the disc golf pro tour media plan and and things like that we talked at that time uh-huh. and uh and then the season started off and it went about as badly as you could expect for the disc golf pro tour <laughs> yeah. and then they kind of you know righted the ship and and it seemed to get better and better as as the year progressed and i wanted to get your thoughts on on just the the live media coverage that you saw this year uh-huh. and whether you think that it's it's viable and and what we might see going forward yeah yeah i thought it was pretty decent last year um it, they always get better jvd and, and terry those guys do a great job um with what they have and you know they working with tiny budgets and, and doing a great job and I, I enjoy watching it when i have the time i don't have the time very often uh, but it's fun to pop in and, and watch a little bit and chat with the gang um but yeah i don't know if it's vi- i don't think it's viable yet like i don't i don't know if they can get enough ad money I know, I know that companies will pay more for the live ads, which is seems silly because it gets way less views. But it's more yeah. like a captive audience; they can't like skip it as easily. I guess maybe is the is the angle there. I don't know, man. And then, what do you think about the subscription model that they did for USDGC? Yeah. Um, and they said that they got twenty five hundred subscribers thereabouts. Really? Wow. For, yeah that that's what they said. That's it, well. I don't know if it was an official release, but that was that was in the live coverage. Someone said that there was twenty four hundred people viewing at the moment. That's pretty good. Something along those lines. Wow. So, um, and that was like ten bucks per mm-hmm. per thing. You could get two streams. So I guess worst case scenario uh, that it would have been twelve hundred. You know, people paying for it. You know, if there was if each one of those twenty five hundred streams was was from. Uh, from separate accounts, but um, I don't think that paid for it though. I heard how much they pay, they they paid for that. It was it was a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you know what that's twenty grand in theory that they that they got from yeah. subscriber revenue, mm-hmm. and it. 
I mean, it was a nice broadcast. Jamie Thomas and and Hannah did a great job, and uh, it 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 was largely you know pretty seamless. Mm-hmm. But it it just seems like whoa whoa whoa! Don't forget about the champ. Oh yeah, yeah. Ken Ken was always great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it it just seems like so much effort and and downside and money for something that gets way less views. And then we have the post-produced coverage that gets you know hundreds of thousands of views yeah. for these tournaments. I just I like it, just like you said. When I can tune in, it's great to watch and see and follow along. But the sport still is really kind of post-produced centric in terms of viewership. Right. Yeah. Well, and I and I would say your audience is way more captive in post-produced because I'll tell you right now, ninety-five percent of the time when I'm watching live. It's like on my second monitor while oh. I'm at work. It's in the middle of my work day <laughs> or it's on my phone. Like I'm not yeah. able to fully just be like, I'm just kicking back and watching live disc golf. No, ADDOA. Like there's just no totally. way I can pay attention oh, to God. it. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So that, that's I'm actually a really good point that. that I don't think the advertisers could <laughs> probably think about, Joe. Yeah. Because yeah. I definitely, even shoot, even it's a Saturday, like it's up on my screen and I probably have my phone up and- mm-hmm. Who knows? I'm a horrible person, though. So, <laughs> we were thinking at the time, you know, what if the Disc Golf Pro Tour did that same model and just said, "All right, at you know, you can pay sixty dollars and you'll get access to live coverage for every Disc Golf Pro Tour event mm-hmm. type thing." I mean, it it'd be sixty dollars more per person than they're getting yeah, like currently. A season pass. Yeah. I don't know what their ad revenue is currently, and and whether that would drop as a result of of the kind of reduced. I mean, it would certainly, it probably would reduce the number of viewers, but the people that are watching live are, they're already the, the most, you know, yeah. tuned in disc golf fans to begin with. Mm-hmm. So they're probably also the people that are going to, to pitch in and, and kick in some money. Yeah, very true. To, to watch it anyway. Yeah. I know J- so, JBD's been pushing that, that for a long time. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Might not be a bad idea. All right, I'm going to move to a new question, and I'm basically, like, taking little pe- – like, this person wrote a whole bunch of different questions, and I'm going to formulate one based on that. Okay. Uh, if you could only play disc golf with one pro disc golfer for the rest of your disc golfing days, who would that pro be? Oh, my gosh, man. That's too hard of a question. That is <laughs> – <laughs> Who do I? Oh man, and Proctor. You can Proctor be fun. Simon. Yeah. Simon would be pretty fun. Oh man, I'd want to beat him occasionally though. You know. <laughs> well, I said pro disc golfer. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's doesn't Corey play MPO? Hey, Corey I mean, can... does play MPO. It might be Corey. Yeah, That's just, actually a pretty good answer. Corey. Yeah, that would work. Uh, I like work. that one. I like that. We'll go with Corey. <laughs> what about? Here, we'll just we'll just run around the table. Robin, who would yours be? Uh, you know, I I'm gonna go with Nate Doss. I'm just gonna take this uh, Doss. Good one. You're a jerk because you're an asshole. He owns he owns a brewery. I guess I could take him too. Um, yeah, he could. You know, no, he's mine. I feel like it's be- I, yeah. Sex? No, I like to party. I like se- so sex. I was gonna say sex too. Actually, of fun, yeah. But uh, as everyone knows, I likes to drink on the course, and if my partner wasn't. You know, yeah, imbibing a little bit too, or getting in the field, I'd probably feel bad about it, and then I'd get. Uh, so for that, I guess 
Plus, if if Joe were to somehow convince Sexton to start drinking and it just everything went downhill and he was the guy that ruined Sexton and turned him into an alcoholic, I, yeah, that'd just be horrible. Nobody wants that. I'll go. I'll since you took Doss, I'm gonna go Barsby. Oh, no. good answer. I think Barsby and I. He like. I think music we'd get along, and having a good time we'd get along, and I feel like he would like just give me pointers throughout throughout all of the the rounds too. If yeah, if you asked him to, I, I don't really think he would do it unsolicited. Right oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, all right, I think we all had uh, good answers. I think Jeff is really upset with you right now, Joe. I think he was listening, expecting you to say. That you wanted to play with Jeff Faze all the time. That is 100% right. Actually, yeah. when I asked yeah. Ian that question, Faze is who jumped into my head. Uh-huh. And then I, I somehow trickled away from that because you brought up Nate Doss and I got flustered. Um, I, I, I don't think I can, but if I can, I will take a step back and say 100% Jeff Faze. He's he's the man. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, I love Faze. He's the most fun to play with. Yeah. And uh, honorable mention, uh, Gru Dibson. Nope. I'll pass. Always. I'll pass. Kevin Jones would be a good one too. He's always he's always a fun hangman. Yeah. yeah. I always love doing commentary with him. I and I think Lazat would be fun too, except for the fact of like just never being anywhere close to his level. No. I guess that's with all the pros, but Yeah. I, he's just, he's just got such like the wild can do whatever he feels like. Yeah. There's there's too many good answers. Yeah. Disc golfers are too nice, man. They're too, they're too fun. Yeah, there's more good answers than bad answers Accur- for sure. Accurate. Yeah, and depending on what you want to see, you know, mm-hmm. if you if you're looking for. So next question: Who do you never want to play around with? <laughs> I can't Uh-oh. answer that. <laughs> I know you can't. I know you can't. That's totally why I rolled into it. One hundred percent. That's why I rolled into that question. If you guys know, I'm pretty sure everyone can guess though, but I won't, I won't say it. Oh, I I'm pretty darn positive yeah, who that yeah. is. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Is is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh come on, we can't do this. Yes, we can. We're doing <laughs> we it right can. now. A hot dog. That's a good one. A hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Done. Agreed. It's, it it has been said. Yeah. Ian has spoken. Yep. Don't at him. <laughs> All right. What do you got more? I do. I got. <laughs> There were not great questions on here. <laughs> Slack disappointing. There was a dude, it, it, it's our, it's our, uh, it's our group for our Patreon subscribers, and they get, they get weird. Well, the problem is I hang out in there, so they just like ask me questions. Yeah, oh, I totally. Know. Oh, that's that's how it works. Yeah. It's just like a constant stream of stream of consciousness. <laughs> the nice thing is that since we don't pay for the Slack group, which if we did would be crazy expensive because it's like 17 dollars per user or something like what? that a month yeah it's per ridiculous. month so you know 700 users be like ah. <laughs> why do wait why don't you have to pay and why do people have to pay uh, there you can do a free slack group but they limit your, the amount of data that you that you oh. use and like uh or the, the memory, amount of so like messages delete after yeah. a certain amount gotcha. so like you get a total of ten thousand messages so you can say all kinds of crazy shit in there and it's going to go away in about oh, you know four days convenient so or yeah. less, depending on yeah. something swirling uh, or not. But Slack will keep it and then blackmail you. Oh, you know, later cool. on, you know, if they need to. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, since since we don't have that paid group, it's uh, and they also limit like your app integrations, hmm. so the different things you want to put in there. But overall, it works great. So join our Slack group. It's it's uh, it's great stuff. Com. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ian's in there, like you said. He's usually around. If you at him, he'll uh, answer your questions usually. Yep, very true. Um, I would like to know uh, who you personally feel you have the best chemistry with doing commentary. Because now you've branched out. You've done commentary with a ton of different people out there, pros, yeah. uh, you know, tournament directors, all kinds of stuff. Who do you think you have the best chemistry with currently? Oh, man. Maybe Kevin Jones, I feel like, probably. Seppo was actually really good too. I was having a good time. I was going to say Seppo could be up there too. Yeah, and uh, you know I was really impressed with Sias, man. We we did the MVP Open together, Mm -hmm. and I I always have a really good time hanging out with Sias on the course. And I I I knew he'd be great at commentary too. So yeah, he did a great job. And he's he's up. He's a Northern California guy. I've never met him. I've never run into him. But I'm like, I think I'd get along with that guy. He's you 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 100 would, dude. Yeah, he's he's 100 great, dude. And then a quick follow up to that. Is there a pairing out there that hasn't happened yet that you think would be great? Like, I'd love to get Doss, like, Doss on, man. I would love to yeah. do commentary with Doss. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's amazing. He's super, super intelligent, super great disc golfer, well, really well-spoken. I, I, yeah. I'd love to do some commentary with him at some point. I mean, it seems like that would be possible, like a Beaver State fling sort of thing yeah. or, or uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know he did the live coverage stuff with Disc Golf Pro Tour with him and Val and... You know, he he at least has dipped his toe in the water. So yeah, yeah, I'd love to rope him in at some point. The people need it. Yeah, come on, Ian. Uh, I will. I will is, try to make it happen. Is there anybody that is blacklisted from CCDG commentary? Uh. <laughs> That's a yes. He just doesn't want to say it. <laughs> That's enough. Like right there, for sure. <laughs> Joe and I have held out on contacting Nate Doss to come on the show because we still at this point think that we would just be like giggling messes uh-huh. and just wouldn't be able to, to contain ourselves. Especially if he was like, and Val's going to join us too. Yeah. Like, I, can't, I can't do this. He would totally do it. You guys should ask him, man. He would. He would. Yeah. But we would just, you know, yeah. it, there'd be. I feel like we need to do him the solid yeah. of like flying up and doing it at Bevel. That, and going and drinking his beer. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> going in, in, into his house and smelling the, the couch <laughs> and, you know, nothing creepy. <laughs> nothing creepy. That was already creepy. <laughs> that was already creepy. Sorry. Sorry. I, I just I get a little carried away sometimes. Just that'll happen. I mean, he's like the perfect man. He has a brewery. Yeah. He's a world champion. Yeah. I, I just... He's probably uh, the best buzzes ever made. Yeah, yeah. like my have favorite mid-range ever. He, I, I, they have his name on them. It's just. <sighs> do you throw the, Do you throw TI buzzes at all? I used to. I mean, we'll get into it a little. That bit. was the one I threw off top of the world. It skipped off somebody else's disc. It was a TI buzz. I don't know where. I think it's in my garage somewhere. I think it got like. Yeah, I don't know why I pulled it out, but I did. It, so non uh, inventory. How many discs do you own? Oh, maybe like 150 or something like that. Maybe 200. That's not bad. But you've also, you've got like some sought after stuff, right? You've mm-hmm. got some collector things here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what what was your address again? <laughs> <laughs> buy, buy a disc and you'll find out. No, it's fine. We're uh, we're not recording right now. It's cool. Uh, yeah, I, got like, I got like a 15 Sexy Bird with like a Centralist Disc Golf stamp over it. That's probably my, my prizes possession at this point. Oh, that's cool. I got a bunch of Paul Macbeth, first run, McPro AVRs, and 
You got some like Pro Rock Three or Champ Rock Threes, and oh, I got some Anton Destroyers. I got I still have a starter pack challenge discs, which always like auction for crazy amounts whenever I do for for charity. Um, yeah. Oh, that's actually awesome. the last one I did was for Christine King, who lives up in your neck of the woods, at her house burned down in that Paradise Fire last year. Damn. So I auctioned off a disc for her. I got like three hundred bucks for one of the starter pack challenge discs. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I actually I I so we went to Chico and I worked in Paradise. That's crazy. It's all yeah yeah wild stuff up there. I got a bunch more stuff. I can't remember, but yeah, those are my, those are my, my fun collector discs. No, that's awesome. All right. Well, I, I think we're out of questions unless you want to add on anything else before we get to the main event. No, I think the main events, I, yeah. I think, you know, that's what the people are waiting for. Yeah. So uh, we're excited to have this, but Ian has been nice enough to uh, do an in the bag on uh, on this show. So Thanks, Ian. And why don't you start us off? Tell us what your bag is. I have a pound Octothorpe. Of course. Yes. That's... I mean, it's no Octo Hall, but it's still great. <laughs> <laughs> I love this bag, man. And I've had it for like probably two years, something like that. And it still looks amazing. There's no rips, no tears on it. Uh, it looks just like the day I got it almost. Made a little bit of dirt on it. But other than that, it's it's nothing's broken. So, yeah. I love this thing. Joe and I also rock in pounds. So, yep. And we are quite nice. Yeah. Yeah, the rain's coming to us, and we finally just got our rain flies, so we're we're set. Cool, awesome. So, want to hear what's in it? Yeah. Yep. All right. Get after it. I'll start with the top pouch where I keep my I keep my mids and my putters up there. Uh, FLX drone is my uh, overstable mid. I putt with an ion. I think it's a medium neutron ion. It's super old, but it's. Yeah, I was gonna say it's super. I think old. it's like yeah, eight years. Nah, it can't be. That's probably like five or six years old. Damn, something like that. I don't know if I could do that. I I like I fresh putters. Do you really? Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm a yeah. fresh putter guy. too. I feel like it's it's yeah. like it's beaten in all it's ever gonna beat in. You know, it's just like has reached yeah. max beatedness, so it just stays where it's at now. I, I think yeah. it's a feel thing rather than flight. Yep. I, I putters are like socks to me, oh, like a fresh pair of socks. Interesting. You know, it just it just feels right. Just, oh yeah, I get a month, two months in on a putter, and I'm like, all right, need a new one. <laughs> well, also this is like premium plastic, so it doesn't really like ding at all. You know, uh oh, so we just found out. It still feel Ian putts with premium plastic. I know, man. Just... I know it's so bad. <laughs> I'm just so used to it though. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have a. a a 10-year anniversary bar stamp buzz that my buddy Darren got me. Shout out to him. Oh, I love this thing. I my I had two OG bar stamp buzzes, and my first throw with it was an ace. So I'll always, always bag a buzz. Must always. be nice. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Could you elaborate on the awesomeness of, like, I feel like. The, I, I just, well, you know, you don't really know until you've done it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a. It's not really worth like explaining. It's like when people talk to you about like you know you don't understand until you have a child and you look into their yeah, eyes yeah. and and you feel that love emanating. It's it's just it's like the same thing, Joe. When that disc you know hits the chains and stays in there, it's just your your heart and soul just you feel complete. You do. You know what I mean? You do. Must be it nice. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, my throwing putt. I. Th- I I throw my ion if I need to go slightly to the right. I also have an electr- uh, neutron envy, which I, I love throwing off the tee. Um, 
great disc. How yep. old is that Envy? That Envy is like super beautiful. Yes, it is. It's like two or three years old probably, I guess, at this point. Two years? Three years? I don't know. But yeah, it's still, it's still I, got a little I fade think, to it. I think the shot Joe has told me the most about you is, is your Envy Annie shot. Oh, man. He always comes back. He's like freaking rollers and rollers and, and envy shots. Annie shots. Hundred percent. That's like that is Ian on Morley and 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 crushing putts. Like that was my. I think I played three rounds with Ian, and I those were like the things I was like, damn it, he did it again. Okay. Yep. That's that's what that's what I do out there. Uh, so we can go into my other mid ranges. I, I grabbed a. I think it's a Rift by DGA. I haven't thrown it a ton yet. I just got it from a, a DGA team member a little bit ago. Oh. Um, I have a Comet for my understable mid. ESP Comet. Love this thing. You guys, you guys Comet throws at all? Yeah. We um, were. I, I recently took the Comet out of my bag uh, because I've been doing really well with uh, JB Buzzes. And it kind of like a, I use it. They're just The JB Buzz is pretty understable for a buzz. Yeah, yeah. And like it's faster, obviously. So you, you got to put a little bit more onto it to get that straight flight. But it's still like a lower ceiling, and so I I just started rocking the JB Buzz. <laughs> I, I just I threw comets for a long time, and I I love what they do. And it's obviously a fantastic disc. But it would just kind of it was one of those things that I just one day I realized that for like fifteen straight rounds I had thrown the JB Buzz in those situations instead, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like well what am I doing here? You know? And plus the comet takes up a lot of real estate in the bag. Too. It does. Dude, that's a big disc. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like, I, I feel like it's not a, a permanent thing. Like I will for sure put it back in my bag for wooded courses, uh-huh. but you know, out here where we play, I've got some woodsy type stuff going on here and there, but for the most part, I don't have, you know, pure tunnels like there are up in Portland, and and, and, and I don't have any touch, and and <laughs> so <laughs> comets are rough for me. I only throw mine when I want to go right, man, and I throw it on Heiser with all my off-axis yeah. torque. Yeah, that's what that's what it does. I, yep. I have an ace. I have oh, an ace yeah. with that one on hole fifteen at Morley. That's another another ace, Joe. Um, I bag nice. another buzz. So just a fun <laughs> a fun Ian story that I I don't know if I I've said it the. Any of the times that he's been on or if I've said it on the pod, but I loved, so I, like I said, I played some rounds at Morley with Ian and it came out, like I brought up the fact that I don't have an ace and I was like, you know, I've got like, I've hit the cage, I've hit poles, I've chained out, I've done, I've hit every part of the basket not stayed in to which uh, Ian said, oh, I don't think I've ever done any of those. It's just gone in the basket and stayed in the basket. <laughs> like, I don't think I've chained out. I don't think I've hit cage. Like, it pretty much, like, if it could be an ace, it's just been an yeah. ace. <laughs> I was like, thanks, dude. I think I jinxed myself, man, though, because I've been getting a ton of those lately. <laughs> Good. Good. Accurate. Uh, Good for you. Funny, man. Yeah, so I got the the. I have a newer buzz, which I don't know if you guys. It's a nice pearly, pearly Z. Ooh, nice. Uh, it's such a close disc golf stamp. I love that thing. Um, yeah, they did some nice runs of Z this dude, year. Dude, disc made some amazing yeah. plastic this year, man. Everything I, I got yeah. them was really pretty. Yeah. We got some Z zones that were just had like had these pearly, almost swirls yeah. in the Z plastic. It was oh, like, yeah. what is this? Mm-hmm. 
Like it was almost like a like a luster type thing that was yes, going exactly. on. Yes, exactly. Like a radiating radiating lines out from the middle. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, it was wild. Yeah, all mine came like that too. It was really really neat. Yeah. Bob Julio hooking it up. I know. Uh, Love Bob. Yeah, he's great, dude. Thank you, Bob. Bob is the best. I think we're on to fairways now. I have a Champ Roadrunner, which I've been trying to break in since I lost my Star Sidewinder that I throw all my rollers with. Oh, oh no. I left it in Maine somewhere, man. When I was oh. up there for Champs Trumps. Oh, my God. I was so sad. Shit. So I have I have four Sidewinders in my bag. I just bought four new Sidewinders. I'm trying to find... <laughs> trying to find the Goldilocks side. The one that works. Yeah, exactly. So I have like a 162, two 164s, and a 170. So I'm, try- I'm trying to figure it out what they are. Yeah. People don't understand Sidewinders, too. When Sidewinder is fresh, it is not a Sidewinder. Dude. It is, it is like, you see that, that what, they're like minus four or something like that, mm-hmm. or minus three. Uh-huh. Um, but you throw it, it's not going to turn. It's not. Like they, uh-uh. they don't they do not do that right away. No, I, th- so I threw that my 170. It did not flip at all, man. I was yeah. like, what is this thing? <laughs> it was crazy beef. Uh-uh. I mean, unless you would like a uh, 128DX Sidewinder. Yeah, we have one. Because we can, oh, we can send you that. That might be a little too flippy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, John John Child gave me a, a handful of those to bring back to the Boys and Girls Club, and I may have uh, kept one or two for Robin and I. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. For for barrel rollers, for like for like low ceiling rollers, it's probably perfect. You know, yeah, no, like I, like no joke. Robin threw a barrel roll, really? Yep, yeah, yep. threw it on hyzer. It went all the way around and finished flat. I basically threw it as hard as I could on like a high uh, a high hyzer flip line. Uh-huh. So like aiming, you know, way up into the left. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, it flipped all the way around and landed on the flight plate. And and skipped forward. That's awesome. Yep. It was, this, it was pretty rad. This was like 200 feet. <laughs> yeah. Mind you. It was still super cool. That's killer. So it was very It awesome went like 100 watch. feet in the air, flipped all the way over, and then skipped out. That's... I also threw a uh, a roller that got to the ground at about 50 feet and was never more than two feet off the ground. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty rad. Yeah, you, like you, I can just do, tried... you can do fun stuff with really flippy plastic, man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but it it flipped. It got to the ground at like fifty feet, got up straight, and went. It went like at least three hundred feet. It was it was just got up and rolled. Could you ever do that again on purpose? Nope. No, definitely not. No, not at all. Definitely not. But it was pretty cool. Also, it's one hundred twenty eight grams, so like not really ideal roller type type disc. Not going to carry a lot of inertia going no. forward. So, yeah, very true. Yeah. Uh, let's see fairways. I have the last one's a CE Tubered. See all those A signatures on there, Joe. See, see him, Joe. I, 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 I do. I see all those. This is so much better than I expected. <laughs> that's that, that's the one I just aced with up at a, a Castaro Cellars. Um, so that was that was pretty dope. Um, I have a really really overstable Firebird. Um, it's like a 2013 Asia Open or Firebird. It is just FAF, just crazy beef. I use it for forehand rollers a lot. Yeah. 17 at Morley, Joe. This, this is what I was rolling. Yeah. Oh, for sure. The woods. Um, I got a Thunderbird. I got from my buddy Tobiah. It's got the the uh, Facebook thumb up because I'm a fan of that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I use that one a lot in chat. Thunderbird's the Thunderbird's the jam. It, it, we it's good. We are disc. notorious Thunderbird lovers. Yeah. Nice. I have a Prodigy. What is this one? This is a a D one a 400 series 
Seppo hooked that one up. He also gave me an X1, I believe. Uh, what do you use the the D1 for? Just like going left. Usually, it's it's still pretty beefy. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say with X1, I bought a, like a first run X1, and it was at the time like the beefiest disc I'd ever thrown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're pretty stable. I have my my DDX, which I've had for forever. I got from Eric Oakley at the Wintertime Open like three or four years ago. I love this baby. And that's your that's your main like distance driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, dude, I've been mixing into Wraith lately a lot. I, I still listen to my buddy's garage. He's just a just an old Wraith, old Star Wraith. It's it, listen. I know you've got a trespass in your garage. Uh huh. You need to go pull that thing out if you're liking that Wraith. Yeah. Tr- trespass is amazing. All right, I'll try. I I swear I had one and it was like pretty. F- Did it get too flippy? Is that is that the they get oh they'll get real they'll flippy. get flippy for sure. Is that the fairway or the distance driver? I always get the trespass. Okay, they, I always get those in the escape confused. You're thinking of escape? Yeah, yeah. yeah. escape gets super flippy. Escape gets super flippy. Yeah. Um, I also have a pipeline, which is kind of like a T bird, but not quite. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Great disc from DGA. Understable. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I have an enforcer with my buddy Darren's face on it. <laughs> Is there a story Stop behind? That? I wish there was a, a video component so you guys would see us. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, that's a that's a that's a, be- <laughs> a bet I won. I, I think it'd be safe playing. I can't remember what it was. But <laughs> he looks both annoyed and content yeah. at the same oh, time. Totally. It's, like, it's like one of my favorite discs. It's, it's like it's like, uh, what do you? Th- I'm throwing Darren. You know, like, oh, where's Darren, man? Where'd Darren go? It's yeah. it's really fun. Awesome. You got, you got to I post feel like that Rob to and I need later. to figure out some sort of bet to have our faces on some discs. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's an easy one. You got to post that to Slack later. I will. And you, actually, people have to people have to see Darren. And then I and I I won another bet. So he got me this one, which is uh, oh, that's <laughs> it's nice. me and him together. We go. It's it's, yeah. a, it's an explorer. So an, another T bird like this. This this thing's actually pretty beefy, man. The Fusion Explorer. Uh, yeah. The the. Opto ones seem, tend to be a little flippier, it seems like. Uh, still a good disc, though. And then I got a couple destroyers, really, really old destroyers. Have, one has no stamp. One's pre-flight number, just crazy old destroyer. 167, super beefy. Has two aces on it. Um. <laughs> cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And then I got an FD. It's like the last thing in the bag. Is that FD? No, no, yeah, oh, no, no. PD, PD. Sorry, PD. I lied. Oh, yeah. oh. well, you should. I, have I, need I really need like an FD or like a Leopard Three or Leopard or something. I don't, no, I don't have FD. that. Di- FD. But my C T bird is kind of that disc. Like it, uh-huh. it goes right if you throw it flat. Yeah. So it's kind of my throw. So if if you had. Like if you're gonna do like your four disc or three four disc thing, what are your go tos out of out of the discs you just listed from your bag? Oh yeah, I do this a lot because when I travel, you know, I, I usually just grab a couple discs when I go to a tournament or whatever. Yeah. So I usually grab, usually grab a sidewinder, a destroyer, um, a buzz, my putter, and maybe like a firebird or or, a, or an enforcer. Um, okay. Yeah. So no no uh, fairway driver. You just kind of use the sidewinder in that slot and. And uh, or the CET bird actually. Sorry, I usually grab that one too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My, my go tos. Yeah. 
Fantastic. That's a, I, I was, uh, that was more varied than I was expecting. Like the, the different discs. I mean, I expected to see some, some OG shit in there for sure, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely a lot more varied in terms of the molds that you have in there. And, and, uh, and just like having an explorer here and there. I was going to make a comment about no trilogy, but then you brought the explorer. Out. I got the enforcer too. So, the, both 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 yeah. discs are are DDs. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I, I got a pretty <laughs> wide variety. I I just lost my phaser beam, um, fo- proton photon. Uh, I was really sad about that one. I just I just lost my prodigy A two as well. I've been losing a lot of discs oh, this okay. lately. I really like that one. Like overstable approach disc. So that's a, that's a great one. Yep. <clears throat> well, you know, yeah. you should uh, replace that with possibly the greatest disc there is. A zone. Yep, it's zone time. <laughs> zone. I feel like zones aren't as beefy, man, as A twos. A twos got some. I, I, they're, not, beef, they're, not, they're not. They're definitely not. They're okay. not. Yeah, yeah. But they're real close. Like a Z zone. Like the ones that Robin was talking about that we uh, had made are super beef, but in a beautiful way. But yeah, no, A two is definitely more more beef. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the A two is like a tick faster and definitely more overstable, uh, but also like kind of a taller disc. Just in general, so oh, yeah, like the zone's a little bit more low profile. So that's actually how I lost well, it. It was more overstable than I thought it was going to be. It skipped <laughs> way left into I don't know even nowhere. Right? Yeah. If you had a zone, you would have been fine. Yeah. Probably, probably not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Ian. Well, that was freaking awesome. I appreciate you uh, you going through your bag for us. Like, we've had a lot of people ask about it, and I'm sure you get questions about what you're throwing too. I do. How often before we you know close this one out how often do you change things out it sounds like hmm. you had you got a disc from somebody or are there like certain slots that you're testing out or is it pretty consistent it's pretty consistent unless somebody just like hands me something that you know tells me to throw in the bag like i'm trying out that pipeline right now and that, that dga rift and then mm-hmm. all the sidewinders are fighting for the sidewinder slot right now Cause, yeah cause i lost my baby my, my wife winder i miss that thing so bad man Ugh. We might have a beat sidewinder in here. We may, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Oh, we actually, yeah, I think we do. I think we do. I think I've got a beat sidewinder up there for sure. What's the other one? There's another. I, if I find it, I'll message you tomorrow. We have Dope. another understable. But I've got a sidewinder that that turns for sure. I don't mm. remember the name of the disc. Yeah. We have another like understable. Um, Roadrunner. Oh, Roadrunner. I've got a very. We've understable got a super Roadrunner. beat up. Yeah, like, this Roadrunner I have is like it's pretty beefy too, man. I know. Same thing. Yeah. When they're fresh, they they. Yeah. Well, we have a, a beat like the stamp is worn off. Uh, Champ Roadrunner. Oh, nice. I bet it does good things. It does. Yeah. Not I, for me, but for other people. <laughs> like I said, I have no touch. It's. Dude, I I learned that sidewinder lesson so hard. Like it was like 2012, a couple days before a tournament. I lost my like go-to sidewinder, and I just went and bought another one. I was like, oh, it'll just be like my other one, and it it was not. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was so hard. Or even. <laughs> <laughs> or even like when uh Dismania put out the T D three, which is like their their Sidewinder clone. Okay. Um that was out there like minus three. And then, you know, people like, Oh, cool, this could be my new roller, or this could be that, and then like out of the box they're just freaking overstable. <laughs> like <laughs> a, a fun one to try. Uh-huh. A, and and I know Eagle throws this, and obviously it's even crazy for him, but a D line F D is money i carry one for for big turnover shots it, i've seen him throw some crazy rollers with that disc man yeah yeah that, that winter, very i always remember that wintertime open forehand roller he threw i don't oh know if you guys God. remember that one yeah oh my yeah yeah on the hyzer and it just popped yeah. through that weird little tiny gap, gap. tiny gap yeah man. dude so rad yeah, that was just gross 
All right. Well, that's all we got for you in this episode of the Disc Golf Podcast. Thank you, Ian, for joining us. It was a massive pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. So, And uh, this episode was brought to you by otbdisc.com. Only the best disc. They have an awesome website. Tons of selection. There's pictures of your disc that you're going to get. They also do actual weights. They rate the stiffness and the flatness of the disc. And you can get free shipping using promo code DGPODCAST. So check it out, otbdiscs.com. And plus, Ian says they're great guys. So yeah. Can't confirm. They are great guys. That sounds awesome, man. Yeah. They, they do the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. The, the actual weight part is is really cool. We we toy around with that here just looking at it. It's like, oh, it's a 175 and you weigh it it's 171. Like, really? Oh, okay. Interesting, no. yeah. man. It, it's it's yeah. crazier than you'd think. Like, there are definitely a lot of, like, penned Innova discs. Like, I feel like with McPro AVRs, we saw a swing between, like, one and, like, six gram difference than what it's penned and what it actually Interesting, is. Interesting, yeah. man. Huh. Totally. Wow. So, shout out to OTB. They they sponsored my boy Corey last year, too. Those, those guys are awesome, man. Yeah. So, go support, go support them. Yeah, man. They're working hard and building the big inventory and, and keeping up. They got a podcast, too. I didn't even know that until I started talking to them. But. Oh, cool. So, they're, they're so they're our enemies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, you know, keep your keep your your friends close and your enemies closer, right? Perfect. We'll keep super yeah. close. We'll be best friends. <laughs> All right. Be sure to get out there. Uh, review us on Apple Podcasts. Throw five stars. Leave a nice review. It helps other people find the podcast. Uh, join our Slack group. Get to our website, throwstuffatstuff.com. There's a join Slack link up there. Uh, it's an awesome community of disc golfers talking disc golf 24-7. There's chat groups or chat rooms for uh, your local area. You can find out how to throw better. You can show off the disc you just bought. It's an incredible group full of awesome people. And uh, You can show off the cool aces you just yeah, got. Yeah, if you want to, you know taunt joe with aces you could do that too oh it happens it happens a lot <laughs> always a good time <laughs> oh yeah got put on blast this episode jesus I, it's fine <laughs> hey it's better listen absolutely listen, murdered no one will ever put me on more blast than sean jack so <laughs> yeah, this, we're good really <laughs> oh yeah. my god he came in gunning for joe oh, oh, from the very first minute he just, it was, just like he was in the shedio and like Lined him up as a punk. Right away, it was just like, that's the guy I'm just going to try and destroy. <laughs> you went full, during this full asshole on you. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was hammered, so it was hilarious. You but, took it to 11 right away. But yeah, he, he, he went after it. I, it was fun. Um, Ian, do you want to shout? I mean, obviously, if you're listening to us, you know who Ian is and where you can find all the stuff. But if you want to give a shout out for your everything, you're more than welcome. Yeah, yeah. Check out the channel, Central Coast Disc Golf, on YouTube, and you can check follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all those good places. We got tons of content coming out this winter. A couple chances of chumps. We got another starter pack challenge. Got a couple. Got four more, five more tournaments to come out. So we'll keep you entertained all off season for sure. Oh, stoked! Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm so excited for the the starter pack and the champs versus chumps they were awesome. they were good man oh man someone almost died in champs versus chumps spoiler but uh <laughs> what? yeah man oh, oh my man. god wait till you see this shot <laughs> oh my I'm, I'm I, I was like that shot made me think i should get insurance <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah, okay man. yeah there you go yeah. oh man all right god uh, all right well <laughs> Thanks again, Ian. It was awesome time as always, and we'll uh, hopefully catch up with you early next year. And and uh, when we got tournaments going on, and 
find out what you think about the Pro Tour. Would love to, so. man. Let's do it. All right, cool. In the meantime, for the rest of you, get out there and throw stuff at stuff. This is a song for the aceless. But those with aces, listen closely. You don't always have to hug it hard. In fact, sometimes that's not right to do. Sometimes you got to lay it up. Fucking not run an ace or two Sometimes you got to ease If you wanna put the D's and the B's Sometimes you got to say Hey, I'm gonna throw it softly I'm gonna hug it gently I'm gonna flick it smoothly I'm gonna toss it so sweetly And then you say Hey, I hit some metal And then you say Wait a minute, Robin I think I'm starting to get it now Could you fill my throat for me? That's fucking teamwork What's your favorite disc? That's cool with me It's not a trespass But I guess it works for you What's your favorite beer? The only answer is an IPA, so let's go to the bar. And then I'm gonna flick it so sweetly. And then I'll fucking hug it softly. And then I'll fucking throw it perfectly. But then I'm gonna hug.